0: Welcome back, Bliss Brigade. This is the Infinite Bliss podcast, and I'm your host, Alana. Podcast episode number five. And this week, we're talking about a subject that I find very fascinating and interesting. And that is the law of attraction, as promised, manifestation, and also that juicy little tidbit that I threw into the end of last week's podcast, which is why. Sexy people are the best manifestors and we will get into that a little bit more further on into the episode I wanted to start by welcoming you back new listeners old listeners if you're listening in the future or in the past somehow fascinating welcome welcome it's good to have you so the law of attraction is I believe it's a somewhat contentious issue really because it seems to be something that people believe in or don't believe in. So it's one of these things, it's not just like gravity where you can talk about it with people and it's sort of taken as a as a given, it's taken for granted. It's sort of one of those things that you almost have to gauge with people, okay, so where do you stand on this issue? It's it's political, it's personal. Um, as for me, I see the law of attraction in work um, everywhere that I go, and for me it makes sense, and all of the ancient teachings that I have come across all point towards this as being a way that the, the universe sort of unfolds and shows itself and works, I don't claim to be a spiritual guru, I don't claim to be spiritually enlightened and I know that there are many more souls that are very advanced in their understanding of the world and I have known many of them that have different views on the law of attraction. I believe that there is a lot of misunderstanding around this concept. Um, If you have never heard of the law of attraction, it is basically a law that states that like attracts like, like increases like, like likes like. So what you put out you will receive. Um, For me I would connect this quite strongly with say the yogic tradition where um, the universe was created by a thought form from Brahma um, a god of creation more or less and so he spoke a word which turned into a goddess known as Saraswati and um, this is what begat the universe and you will see in the Christian tradition it was in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and for me how this ties into the law of attraction is that you, you think something into creation or you have, you know, you have a vibe, you have a desire, and you hold that desire in your mind and it, it, it produces an outward manifestation. For example, all of the words that you are hearing that I am speaking, they began as thought forms inside my head and then before that they were something even more subtle and so it's a a gradual becoming over time from more subtle to more gross so it makes sense for me that the law of attraction and manifestation would work in the same way where it starts off as a subtle desire or impulse or something even more fine that we can't quite grasp or visualize or um, virtualize Um, It comes forth it manifests itself into a slightly more tangible form as a thought and then from there it goes out into words or into actions or into physical tangible objects that manifest and present themselves into your reality so this is how I look at and perceive and work with the law of attraction it is a um, it is not only an an outward emission of desire it's also an inward sort of showing up or perceiving of your desire as an external tangible form of itself and if you read between the lines that is what a lot of people who talk about manifestation talk about or reference when they are saying that the energy that creates worlds is also the energy that is at your disposal and that you are using in your manifestation this is what i take away from that and that's how i understand um that concept it's it's the same we use the same process in manifesting and creating our reality, our lives, all of the things that we attract to us, whether that be material possessions or relationships or ideas or really anything, anything that you can see, anything that you can experience in your life is something that has started as a very subtle seed of desire within you somewhere. And that is the same way that it is said that the world came into existence or the universe came into existence. It's a bit unhinging to the mind and you have to be quite esoteric about it. The more you try to pin down concepts and stories, the less you understand. So you, it's kind of like holding a few different concepts in your mind at the same time and allowing them to be equally as relevant and um, equally as real as each other. Metaphors, symbols, analogies, they are all in t- yeah, they're all intended to be interpreted on multiple levels and as individuals. So the more nuanced and um, varied that you can be in your understanding and interpretation, the broader will be your perspective and the broader will be your understanding. Of the wholeness of concepts like these if you hold rigidly to one understanding or one interpretation or one translation of a concept or an idea then really you're just boxing yourself in and as soon as you box yourself in for me i feel that that leaves you vulnerable to that box being taken away someday um because we all must accept a changing and evolving reality. There's no such thing as a stagnant truth. It evolves, of course, as we do, as the universe moves on through, through the spiraling dimensions of time and space and who knows what else. Um, nothing is steady and the only thing that can really be relied upon is evolution and change. The exciting thing about Law of Attraction and what um, draws most people towards it as a concept is it seems to be a way for you to get everything that you've ever wanted and more. It's um, it's almost like the holy grail or the, the missing key and it gets, the excitement gets caught up a lot in sort of the tangible end result. We get very focused on the things that we are manifesting the the manifestations as it were the tangible objects the money the relationships the health the outward appearances of of things that we have wanted to manifest and of course as soon as we focus on those outward things it's it's missing the point of um it's missing the point the point is to do the manifesting, the point is to create, the point is to enjoy the act of creation. Um, But a lot of us, we only enjoy the act of creation because of course it creates something. It has a tangible outcome or a physical output at the end of it. And so, for us who live in the physical world, it's very difficult to conceive of creating for the sake of creating um the closest thing that i can think of is play of children that they don't they don't play for any other reason than to enjoy the enjoyment of playing the the play itself is the point there's no outcome at the end of it there's no who played the best at the end of the day it's it's just the play for the enjoyment um perhaps an adult version of that would be maybe surfing or swimming or doing something that you find incredibly enjoyable like a pastime but that doesn't necessarily have any output attached to it or any outcome or any um, status attached to it, it's just done for the enjoyment of the thing itself. And of course usually there is an outcome and there is a tangible output and that is, that is like the symbol, that's the symbol of the fun, that's the symbol of the play, that's the symbol of the enjoyment of the manifestation and most of, I mean we all know that art is open to interpretation but a lot of the greatest artworks are, they are they are just images or um, products of a time of flow or a time of fun or of play when the artist was completely in the present moment at the moment of creation the shift in focus that I am endeavoring to emphasize here is that the manifesting is the the point the manifesting is the thing that we should get excited about and the manifestation will take care of itself so manifesting for the sake of manifesting as opposed to manifesting in order to have all the things So the book of books that I wanted to recommend especially to any of you that have never come across the law of attraction or manifestation is really a hot word at the moment um anyway if you have never come across the law of attraction and you want to look into a little bit more of how how you can start having a little bit more fun in your life how you can start enjoying yourself and start to understand how to bring more positivity and bring more fun stuff if you feel like you kind of haven't quite gotten the hang of life yet (laughs) and i know that there's a lot of us where that's super relevant the book that i'm recommending this week is by esther and jerry hicks and it is ask and it is given learning to manifest the law of attraction the teachings of Abraham so Esther is um, this amazing woman who she channels what she calls a non-physical entity which she has called Abraham and it's it's the source it's the inner knowing and she she taps into her own deep inner knowing and expresses these ideas through the voice of Abraham and the book is amazing, I just love it, I always feel that people give you books and you kind of think, "Oh, do I have to, Um, this is one of those books that it will find you whenever the time is right and so I'm not trying to force my opinion on anybody, I'm not trying to force my book recommendations on anybody, I'm just giving you the resources if at some point down the future you find yourself in a cute little bookshop and you find this ask and it is given book maybe you'll remember that it's hot shit and you should give it a try. I really enjoy it, I find it very practical Um, and it's it's a worldwide bestseller I mean it's another of those classics and if you want to dive into the law of attraction this is basically This is basically 101. If I ever hit a speed bump in my mood or in my practice or really anywhere in my life, I always go back to this book and I find something else that can just lift me a little bit easier out of the place where I'm at and take me somewhere closer to where I would like to go so let's talk about manifestation and what manifesting really is Um, to me that means seeing something real um, seeing something that has been produced from your desire or from your from your will so say for example you desire to lose weight or you desire to change your body in some way and not only do you start taking steps towards living a more healthy version of yourself or perhaps changing up your fitness routine changing how you eat there's this shift that happens in your mindset where you you become suddenly more aware of your body you become more aware of what feels good in your body Um, the foods that nourish you and give you more energy how you feel say after a gym session and it's um it's this cumulative effect of becoming more and more focused on not a goal but on a on a becoming and in that becoming you're it's almost like you've already achieved the goal before you've achieved it it's you've started on this road of self-improvement for example and it's suddenly very exciting and you're seeing results and it's encouraging you and you keep going and then at some point you you manifest your quote-unquote perfect body um and you see in the real world something that you have seen in your mind's eye for maybe several months maybe several weeks or it could be a year and it's this you you get the result but it's it's so much more satisfying than if you had just clicked your fingers and it had happened it was in the process of becoming and in the process of practicing it and getting used to it and visualizing it and striving for it and going towards it that you really cemented in your idea why you were doing what you were doing how you felt about what you were doing you created this emotional connection to to what you were becoming and you got excited and really enjoyed the process of becoming it and that's what really makes a manifestation stick and that's what really brings it truly into the real world If you had wanted it and wanted it and not really done anything about it then you would likely have become dejected or depressed or low or perhaps started um, say having negative self-talk towards your body for not being what you wanted it to be so there's there's those two approaches you can want it and do something about it or you can want it and not do something about it and it's in the the wanting and the deliberately stepping towards what you want that's where the manifestation happens whereas if you want something and you resist the action that you know you need to take to get there um it creates an even bigger schism inside yourself than than if you hadn't wanted it in the first place if you don't want something then there's sort of no, there's no resistance between the real, the reality and and the inner picture of the reality. If you have a desire for your reality to be somehow changed or evolved or different than what it is, um, it automatically inspires in you the, the actions and the excitement and the, the things that you need to do to get to that reality, it's like the path towards it automatically gets illuminated. And sometimes it takes a while for it to get illuminated. And sometimes you only see one step at a time. And sometimes it takes you on a wanderly wagon of a path that you really didn't expect it to take you on. But nonetheless, if the desire is strong enough and if you're taking actions, there is absolutely no other alternative than than the manifestation of what you're desiring. And it gets stronger over time and it gets clearer over time and sometimes it can change completely and you realise that you want what you wanted after all wasn't a different body but to feel healthier or it wasn't to lose weight but to improve your posture or it wasn't um, to look any different than what you look but to, to feel more vibrant in yourself. And so every desire that you that that arises within you, it almost automatically creates um, an action, an action for that desire. So within the desire is the the seed of of the path that you need to take to get towards the um, the full realization or the full manifestation of that desire. And I just, for me, I think that is. The law of attraction in effect because otherwise we would just be feeling around blindly in our lives not knowing which direction to go and it wouldn't really matter which direction we went anyway because we would be ambivalent to, to pretty much everything we'd be living in a gray universe but as it stands it's not grey. it's not black and white either but it's um, full color it's full technicolor and we have emotional responses, we have desires, and in those we have direction. We like to believe that we don't have direction, and sometimes we stubbornly repeat to ourselves and to others that we have no idea what's going on, or where we're going, or what to do next, or what the direction should be. But really, 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 we have all of the tools that we need, and all it takes is practice to tune into what emotions we're feeling what desires we are having and innate within those there is some inkling of an action step to take or um, a direction to go in that will that will lead us towards what we really want even if we don't know what we really want sometimes it starts off small and it builds momentum as it goes I know that a lot of you are probably wondering where the sexiness comes into all of this and why sexy people are the best manifestors and I recommended last week the book by Napoleon Hill which is Think and Grow Rich and if any of you have listened to or read that book you will know that there is a section within that book on the of sexual desire in, in manifesting or in um, creating a sort of a direction or in a willpower almost. I had better further explain that when I'm talking about sexy people I'm not talking about sort of objectively sexy people, I'm really saying that when you're feeling on your game, when you're feeling really attractive and when you're feeling like you're super on it, when you're feeling yourself, you know what I mean? That's what I mean by sexy people, people who, they see the appeal of themselves, they see the charisma of their own character and they they have a certain je ne sais quoi, they have a certain energy and a certain vibe. And these people are the best manifestors because they are charged and because they know what they want and because they have drive behind what they want and they have this reserve of energy that they can then channel into whatever they desire and they have a reserve of energy that they can use and pour into the actions that they are taking to get them towards what they want. So if you're a lacklustre person, if you're feeling low, if you're feeling depleted or deprived of energy, of course that means you have less energy to draw on when you're going towards the things that you want and so of course the first logical step is to start to build energy and start to create reserves of energy that you can use and draw upon to take you faster and faster towards your bigger and bigger dreams people have they have confidence in themselves first of all and they also have a sense almost of being invincible, there's that invincibility factor and for me that is that's so um, it's so potent, it's so incredibly potent because even if it is a False sense of self. It it allows you to move through the world unimpeded by doubts, unimpeded by fears, and by the things that generally make us second guess ourselves and make us hold back or not act on the things that that we would normally act upon. So obviously, as children, this is sort of like the pre it's prepubescent so they they have a different sense of self, there's that just natural vitality and many children, especially those before they have been um, super, I want to say indoctrinated, you know super cultured by the people around them telling them what they can and can't do or what they can and can't want, they have a very strong idea of who they want to play with, where they want to go, who they want to be, what they like, what they don't like, and. They're not afraid of asking for what they want. They're not afraid of, look at this awesome drawing that I did. They're not afraid of explaining themselves, of asking questions and of um, being their true selves. And then of course we go through our social phase of trying to fit in, trying to enact in our lives within the confines of other people and where we fit in a social structure, etc. And then the sex factor comes in and this starts to amp us up. It starts to recreate that sense of being fearlessly in the world and knowing that you deserve what you want, knowing that you can go after what you want and that it's going to come right back at you at full speed. And knowing that whatever it is that you have in your little heart, whatever you desire, is meant to be yours because you are shit hot and there is nothing that can stand in your way and nobody that could possibly deny you because you have that confidence in yourself. People like this often do get their own way and they often are very charismatic and very engaging, and you do not have to be a narcissist to think that you're a sexy person you can be just very confident and very kind at the same time you don't have to trample over other people or use manipulation to get what you want because you already know that you have intrinsic value and you are more likely to see that value in other people you're more likely to respect and value other people around you When you are respecting and valuing yourself on that level in my eyes manifestations of things that you have asked for or desired they're just proof that they're just proof that you have power as a creator that you you have power in this world and that you have responsibility but also but also that you have the direction and control of your own life and I got called to pull a card for this podcast um, I do do card readings on my youtube channel as well if you want to check them out and I work with the wisdom of the hidden realms oracle so this is a deck that's by by Colette Baron reed and a funny little manifestation for me is that um i i came back to new zealand and wanted to work with my tarot as soon as i had come back and i'd left them in my friend's house in a specific place and i had remembered leaving them there and she had remembered me leaving them there and of course they weren't there when i went to go and look for them so for me i always think that um If something obvious comes up like a blockage it's usually well I call it the universe or sources way of of telling me that I I need to focus on something else so I might think that I want something but it actually might be time for something else to happen first in order to fully come to the fruition of what I want so you may have a desire in your mind of this is what I want but trust that the divine timing is always going to have your back trust that nothing is denied nothing 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 is denied and that delays are things that we should be grateful and thankful for not in a real preachy way but um they are just i have seen it time and again that they are always a blessing and never a curse they are always something that is working for your highest good and in your favor. They're giving you time to mull things over. They're giving you time to understand things in a new light. And they're also giving time for things to um, gestate, for example, before they can be born. I mean, people get pregnant and you know, you just have to go through the nine months before your baby's ready to come out. You can't just say, well, I want my baby now. (laughs) You have to wait sometimes. So Patience is of the essence with manifestation and trust, trust, trust that it is coming. And the card that I pulled for our podcast today was the Phoenix from this deck, which is um, obviously any themes to do with the Phoenix and Phoenix rising that you can think of. But this card is also to do with resurrection and surrender to change. And its number is 29, which is a divine angel card. It simplifies down to 11 Um, And it's one of the master angel power numbers relating to your spiritual path and to angelic assistance. And I pulled this card in reverse, which the meaning of that means that it's time to allow. It's time to trust. And even if you think that something is falling apart, what's really happening is that it's falling together. You might not be able to see it but the Phoenix dies and turns into ashes before it can be reborn and you may think that you know where you are in that cycle but you never really know you may think yeah I'm on the ascendant I'm meant to be rising right now but you could be dying you could be turning into ashes and if you're fighting what's going on you are you're basically fighting your own best good It's like all of these dreams and riches and relationships and wonderful things trying to come in and you have both of your fists up trying to punch them away and trying to say, no, it's not right. (laughs) You have to trust that your desires have been heard, that your prayers are being answered and that everything is unfolding in the exact way that it's meant to unfold. So the more that you can allow that you will receive the last sentence of this card in the the little um, the little book that explains what the cards mean the last sentence says a rebirth is assured and for me that that's really a key sentence that that resonates and that rings true we think that when things fall apart then that's it we're doomed they're falling apart that's it um what we don't realize is that that's the rebirth that's that has to happen that's making the fertile ground or the soil for something new and amazing that you couldn't even possibly conceptualize or realize and if you stand in your sexy self you're going to trust that it's working out for the best even if you fall flat on your face you're going to be like right well that needed to happen obviously for some reason or another and I'm just gonna accept it I'm gonna allow it I'm gonna see what happens because I know that if something is falling apart now the only possible reason that that could be happening is that something better is falling together there's no reason for anything to fall apart other than for something beautiful to arise from it so if you're listening to this now and if that's the message that you need to hear Please trust that everything is working out for you, the phoenix has your back and even if it's scary, trust that the rebirth is assured and is on the way. I think I'm going to leave it there for this week. I really love this topic and will more than likely talk on it or around it or on something else to do with it in the future book again is ask and it is given by Esther and Jerry Hicks great book totally good read very very worth it um i specifically love all of the 22 processes that she describes at the end for raising your vibration for being happier for getting out of your own mind space they're basically just techniques and ways to play with yourself so that you can start to learn about how the universe works and sort of play with your life and bringing in new and fun things. Very fascinating. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and I will see you very shortly in the next one. If you have any topics that you'd love for me to cover or talk about, leave them in the comments of this video if you're watching on youtube and yeah love you guys loads i'll talk to you next time